Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. Stand up for your country. Lots of news today. Governor Cuomo, he's pretty much done. Uh, we'll tell you about that. Um, COVID fear rising all over the country again. More bad news on the southern border. And we'll begin with Joe Biden's schedule. Not much, as usual. Uh, but we feel an obligation to keep you posted on the president. So at 1 p.m., I uh, gave a little uh, chat to some Latino community leaders discussing economics and immigration reform. That was, must have been exciting. Um, and then at 345, uh, Mr. Biden delivered remarks on his administration's progress toward fighting the COVID pandemic by increasing vaccinations at home and around the world. And it's all a waste of time. If uh, the president were a strong leader, he would hold a press conference. Not that the White House press corps would ask him any um, insightful questions, but that's how you do it. You bring out your uh, medical experts, not Fauci. Fauci's finished. You're going to parade him out. Everybody's just going to roll their eyes. And you say, okay, what do you got? Um, or you do an interview with 60 Minutes. I don't even watch 60 Minutes anymore. It's a little too boring for me. But they still can summon up a good interview, a one-on-one. -on -one. That's what you do. I mean, you don't give remarks written by some guy named Bruce. You know, uh, it's just propaganda. Unchallenged, unvetted, you, you know, and that's what he's doing. Um, now, the most important thing to know about President Biden and his administration is they will not impose mass mandates on a national level. They're not going to do that because that would be the end of them. Anger would be so intense that the Biden administration would never recover. So they are not going to do that. It's going state by state. But here's an interesting poll just out. And it's not a fair poll. It's by Axios. Um, and Democrat, 34 percent. Republican, 27. Right there, you see the skew. Independent, 29. Thousand adults, they ask, which of the following people or groups do you blame for the rise of COVID? Unvaccinated people, 79 percent. Now, that's going to lead to some problems because citizens are turning on one another. Donald Trump, 36%. What would Donald Trump have to do with people not getting the vaccine at this point? He came up with the vaccine. He told everybody to take the vaccine. What on, you know, I mean, this is just left-wing madness. 36% think the rise in COVID now is Trump's fault? If you know anybody like that, my suggestion is you keep your distance. Uh, conservative media, 33%. There are conservative media people who have bad mouth the vaccine. That is true. So, I mean, I, that's not unreasonable. Trump's unreasonable. And people from other countries traveling to the USA, 30%. That's the migrant people. And there's been a development on that front. I will tell you about in a moment. So in Louisiana, they have the worst situation down there. The governor, um, John Bell Edwards, now has a statewide indoor mask mandate. You live in the Bayou State, you got to wear a mask inside no matter where you go. Um, 
K through 12 schools, kids got to wear the mask, teachers got to wear the mask, college campuses, on and on and on and on. And the reason is that only 37% of Louisianians are uh, vaccinated. 37%. I mean, you know, there it is. That's all it's vaccinated. You're going to have a problem. And they do. Uh, Kansas City, um, 41% in Missouri and 39% in Kansas City, Missouri, fully vaccinated, very low. And that's why you got a problem. So in Kansas City, you got a mass mandate, all right, indoors. Applies to everyone except five and under. Okay? And there's one exemption. If you're in a room and everybody's been vaccinated in the room, you don't have to wear the mask. That's Kansas City. L.A. County, mass chaos. All right. New reported cases up 102 percent. Hospitalizations up 95 percent. This is a 14-day change. Okay. About 30 percent of people in unvaccinated in L.A. County. Not the city of Los Angeles. The county. Largest county in the country. The problem is that those 30 percent are clustered. In different areas, they're all together. So the affluent uh, Angelinos are vaccinated. Uh, most of the white population is vaccinated. African Americans and Latinos, they're the ones that have high unvaccinated rates, and that's what you're seeing. But now in LA County, if you go inside, you got to wear a mask in indoor public spaces. Okay, now they ha- nobody's going to enforce that. The sheriff says he's not going to enforce it. But it's the largest county in the country. San Francisco's a mess. What a shock. Again, it's the same situation and the surrounding counties of San Francisco. So a mass mandate indoors went in effect today. Today. Requires people, regardless of vaccination status, to wear a mask in public indoor spaces when social distancing cannot be maintained. So they have that social distancing thing, so they don't have to really do anything about it. Uh, 141% new cases. Hospitalization up 153%. Same exact thing. Most of the affluent Caucasian people in San Francisco are vaccinated. It's the cluster of the poorer people that aren't. And now, boom. That is what is going on. Florida, no mass mandates there. Nope, Governor DeSantis is not doing it. Um, But they got a problem in Florida. Uh, New cases up 144%, hospitalizations 130%. 49% of Floridians are vaxxed. That leaves 50%. Now, it's a different situation. It's not a cluster situation like it is in L.A., This is spread out over the entire Sunshine State, but half the people aren't vaxxed. And when you have that high rate of unvaccinated, you're going to have a lot of cases because this thing is so brutal. McDonald's restaurants across the country say if we're uh, located in a high COVID area, you got to wear a mask. So I, I would assume L.A., Louisiana, Kansas City, on and on. So I gave you these stats last night in it. If you didn't see the No Spin News last night, please watch it. If you're premium and concierge members, you can watch it anytime because the national media isn't giving you these stats. 
and they're very, very important for you to understand exactly what's going on and to protect yourself and make make responsible decisions. So right now, there are 165 million Americans vaccinated, fully vaccinated. Okay, 165 million. Remember, under 12, you can't get vaccinated and kids under 12 get COVID. 125,000 who have been vaccinated have gotten COVID. That is way below 1%. And that's the fact. So the vaccine works. Now, out of those 125,000 people who were vaccinated but got COVID, all right, 1,640 have died. That's all. And 6,560 have been hospitalized. That's all out of 125,000. Okay, so if you hear a commentator or a politician say the vaccines don't work, they are dangerous people. They are misleading you. Okay, the average now vaccination per day in this country is 660,000 people getting vaccinated every day. That's down from 3 million in April. So that shows you that those who are not vaccinated, they're holding out. They're not rushing in. Lindsey Graham, the senator from South Carolina, he got vaccinated. He got the uh, virus. But he says it's only a mild sinus infection. Okay. Apparently, he was at a party with unvaccinated people. And that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Big picture, uh, Pfizer, if you have that vax, you're 95%. Protected, Moderna, 94%, J&J, 66%. So if you have a J&J, that's tough. Indiana University said everybody on campus has to wear a mask. They got sued. Federal judge in Chicago said no, Indiana University can mandate vaccinations to go on campus. All right, so that's pretty much that. Now, fear is driving the unvaccinated. People who don't want to be vaccinated, largely afraid. There is a level of defiance in this thing. So there are people that go, the government's not going to tell me what to do uh, with my body, uh, you know, all of that. There is that. Now, remember, polio vaccine, the federal government did not, did not mandate that you take polio vaccine. Every state in the union did. That's what I'm telling you. Biden's not going to mandate. It's a state by state. All right, measles, you want to send your kid to public school, you got to be vaccinated. So the states are going to be going forward, the ones that tell you what you can and can't do about COVID. All right, let's bring in Dr. Daniel Bober. He's our go-to mental health guy. He's out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, a very articulate, honest man. So uh, did I just uh, make a mistake by saying the unvaccinated are driven by fear and defiance? Do you think I'm wrong in that assessment? No, I think what you're saying is tremendous, and I think it's really helpful to everyone out there to have that message which promotes public health. Uh, But yeah, you would think that this would be pretty simple stuff, right? Common sense. Vaccines are over 90% effective. But there is an element of fear out there because they feel like the vaccine was not adequately tested. And of course, there's the defiance aspect, which is fine, except for the fact that when you're defiant, your behavior has a direct impact on society. So uh, I think that's a little bit absurd to have that mentality. 
Now, you're a psychiatrist and you see many people. How do you deal with fear? Because uh, in my lifetime, most of the people that I have known are afraid to some extent. It's normal. My father, a big, tough, macho man, was very afraid of almost everything because of the Great Depression. Because of that horror, he carried it. My mother was afraid. Uh, I didn't get the gene. I'm not really afraid of much um, because I'm not smart enough to be afraid. I think that might be part of it. But you know what I'm talking about. A lot of people have irrational fears. So how do you treat that? Well, listen, as a general rule, people are much more driven by emotion than they are by logic. You know, it's the same reason that people get on a plane and they are afraid the plane's going to crash, even though their chance of dying in an auto wreck is much greater. Uh, so I think you just have to really use the statistics, use the facts to try no, but to I want tell you, them. You're talking, your might... you're talking to the patient, comes in, pays you a good buck for you to help them. And they're, and they're fearful of the vaccine. They say, oh, I think it's a plot or I think the government is doing this and they're going to plant a microchip in me or whatever it may be. You heard I've it. I've heard that before. Yeah, you've heard it all. How do you deal yeah, with you have to, I, I, you have to. You have to challenge their belief system by giving them the evidence and showing them that their beliefs are irrational and that they don't comport with the science. That's how you do it, by confronting their distorted and flawed belief system. But you know, a lot of people are never going to cop to that. They're just not. They're going to say, well, that's what I think, and that's too bad if you don't think the same way. Is there a, a therapeutic way to holistically, rather than say you're a moron because you're irrational, is there a way to get into that psychology and bring their fear level down? So the best way to do it, believe it or not, is a technique that they use in people who are addicts. It's called motivational interviewing, which is basically not necessarily being confrontational, but trying to have more of a dialogue about what the evidence is. But then there are people that, believe it or not, are so out of touch with reality that the only thing that's going to bring them down is probably medication. So it's a it's a wide spectrum of, you know, different attitudes. Would you say that 30 percent of the American public is, you know, irrational at this point, not just on COVID, but just on life in general? Bill, I'm going to tell you a crazy statistic. Forty percent of the medical personnel in my hospital have not taken the vaccine or don't believe in the vaccine. That's medical professionals. Have you discussed it with them? Have they told you why? They're in contact, obviously, with other people. Why they wouldn't protect those other people? Have you talked to them a, about a, it? Um, a lot of them don't trust the vaccine. They don't trust the process, even though, quite frankly, the creation of the vaccine was probably one of the greatest scientific feats in human history. But a lot of them feel like the process was rushed. Okay. Now, you know, and I guess they know as well, that pretty soon... Although Florida is a, is a very um, a um, libertarian state at this point. But your hospital could say you can't work here. How many of them would fold under that pressure? I think you would see a lot of them come into line if that were the case. I personally think that it should be up to the states to determine whether there are mask mandates. 
In Florida, I think there should be a mask mandate uh, because of the current widespread, you know, COVID infections right now. But again, that's not uh, the tack the governor is taking. No, DeSantis is never going to do that. He's just not. Unless it gets to be a lot of death, you know, people dying. Um, right. Anyway, doctor, always, uh, always good to talk to you. Thank you for helping us out as always. And uh, we'll talk again soon, I hope. Great to see you, Bill. Thank All right, let's get into politics. So the big story politically is Governor Andrew Cuomo. So I predicted this from the very beginning, uh, what would happen to the governor. Um, I don't know him that well. I've met him a number of times, but uh, I can't say that I know the guy. Um, I know people who know him pretty well. He's a rough guy, no doubt about it. Not a lot of sympathy for Andrew Cuomo in New York State. Um, he is a three-term governor because of the Democratic machine here, not because he's Mr. Charming. So, um, as you may know, there was an investigation into uh, inappropriate behavior, allegations of that, by the governor toward a bunch of women who came forward and everything they said was printed in the newspapers and, uh, you know, the press went after Cuomo big time because they don't like him. He's can be nasty and condescending. So Cuomo got hit, 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 but he didn't resign. And he said, all right, let the state investigate it. Problem with this is that the attorney general of New York state, Letitia James, wants to be governor. There she is. All right. So she wants to take Cuomo's place next year. So she's in charge of the investigation. And today it came back. And here's what Letitia James said. The governor sexually harassed current and former New York State employees by engaging in unwelcome, non-consensual touching and making numerous offensive comments of a sexual suggestive nature that created a hostile work environment for women. Unquote. Now, was I surprised? No because Letitia James wants to be governor. But that doesn't mean Cuomo didn't do what she says he did. It doesn't mean that. But if this were an honest state, New York, which it is not, far from it, Ms. James would have recused herself because she wants to be governor. You see what I mean? And she would have handed it over to a special counsel that wasn't, didn't have any political ties at all. That's the way you do it, but not in New York State. All right, so Cuomo now is in trouble because the Democratic machine that put him into office three times won't put him into office again. But he's not going to be able to run again unless he runs independently, and he won't because he can't raise any money. So it'll be Letitia James that runs uh, a year from November. And here's what Cuomo said today. Trial by newspaper or biased reviews are not the way to find the facts in this matter. I welcome the opportunity for a full and fair review before a judge and a jury because this just did not happen. Okay, so there will be litigation, civil litigation. And here's an interesting wrinkle on all this. So Letitia James... Uh, isn't filing criminal charges against Governor Cuomo, but she says she, vi 
he violated federal and state law. Well, if he violated federal and state law, why aren't you prosecuting him? Anyone? Look, I try to stay out of this stuff in the sense that I don't take a side because I don't know what happened. I don't. All right. And I know and you know and everybody on the planet knows that an allegation isn't a fact. And there are many, many reasons that people allege things. But the political situation is that Cuomo is over in political circles. Um, He's stubborn enough that he may give it a go next year, but I doubt it. Now, the civil litigation, I don't know. I mean, um, you know, he can't settle now. Cuomo can't settle the cases. He's got to go through the process. And he could be acquitted. He could. Not a slam dunk. Okay. Down to the border. Um, There's tremendous pressure on the Biden administration because the border is so out of control. In July, the hottest month of the year, that's when you usually see uh, the migrants not make that long trek to the border from Central America. 210,000 encounters in the month of July, the highest in 20 years. So these people keep flooding in here. We showed you the pictures yesterday in Mission, Texas, of all of them under the bridge. So now, because Biden has no idea what to do, and it's his fault because he wrote the executive order, that dismantled all the Trump programs, the Trump programs that stopped the mass migration, all right, that the CDC, an arm of the administration, says that is going to evoke Title 42. Do you know what Title 42 is? I didn't before today. If you know Title 42, you're a genius. Title 42 says that any foreign national is prohibited from entry into the United States when the director for disease control believes there's a serious danger to the introduction of a disease into the United States. So this is going to be used to turn back migrants who don't have VAX cards and no migrants have VAX cards because there is no VAX in Mexico or Central America. So now the Biden administration found a loophole to show everybody back using the CDC for health purposes. Isn't that interesting? So Biden creates this massive problem. A million and a half foreign nationals encountered this fiscal year. Probably another million got in without the encounter. But now he's saying we're going to turn them all back if they don't have vaccination proof, which none of them will. Okay, so... Did you hear that reported anywhere? Did you hear that on the CBS Morning News or Good Morning America Today show? Did you? No. Because that is against the progressive left, which is suing the Biden administration for instituting Title 42. ACLU, a bunch of other crazy groups. Um, I'll just give you one quote. Put it up on the screen. 
This is from the Center for Gender and Refugee Studies. You know what that is. We are deeply disappointed the Biden administration has abandoned its promise of fair and humane treatment for families seeking safety, leaving us no choice but to resume litigation, unquote. So the far left hates this because they want open borders. And the media, corporate media, won't report it because they are in line with the far left, which is why you watch and listen to me. Okay, now there is an investigation in the House of Representatives just by Republicans, no Democrats involved, on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. It has no authority. There's no authority here. These are just a bunch of guys, Republicans in the House, on the House Foreign Affairs Committee that got together and said, we're going to investigate the origins of COVID. And they have now issued a report, 84 pages. Again, you'll hear this nowhere except here. The report cited, quote, ample evidence that the Wuhan lab scientists, aided by U.S. experts and Chinese and U.S. government funds, were working to modify coronaviruses to infect humans, and such manipulation could be hidden. So what the Republicans in the House on this committee are saying is Wuhan was weaponizing COVID. And we, the United States, were giving them money to do it. Now, does this have any authority? No. It's not going to get anywhere. But they're putting it out to try to embarrass Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats who control the House. But if the Republicans take the House back in 2022, believe me, this report will be front and center. Now, did the Wuhan lab weaponize COVID? A biological weapon that the Chinese Communist government could use? I don't know. How could I know? Is it possible? Yes. Would the U.S. government have known about it if it were going on? No. It's all Chinese scientists in there. Did the U.S. government kick some money over there through the World Health Organization? Yes. It did. And Fauci didn't tell the truth about it. That's why Fauci's out. So the theory is that China was working on a biological weapon, COVID, and it got out of the lab. That's the theory. Okay, I think you're up to speed. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD, 265532.
the January 6th committee. This is another ridiculous thing. So this is Nancy Pelosi's committee with two Republicans, um, Ms. Cheney and Mr. Kinziger, both of whom hate Donald Trump with a passion. All this committee is set up to do, as I reported, is to blame the riots on January 6th at the Capitol building on Donald Trump. That's 100% of what it's set up to do. And it will. It will. There's no doubt it will. Okay. And that report will come out next year to try to derail any Republican momentum in 2022 and try to prevent Trump from ever running again. So there's a poll, Harvard-Harris poll, 1,788 registered voters online so they don't give you the political affiliation. 58% in the Harvard poll say they believe the committee is biased. 58%, big number. 42% say they think it's fair. I can guarantee you that every one of those 42% who think it's fair is a Democrat. <laughs> every one. But 58%, I was surprised. I had Olympics. So I, I got to tell you, I can't. I tried. I tried. I, you know, I, I'm rooting for the USA. I, I am. But I don't know where it is. There's 18 different channels. There's streaming. I, I don't know. I, I can't figure it out. So I figured I'll give you a rundown. This is a little late. When you're watching me, it'll probably have changed. Um, so the USA is leading in medals, uh, 73. All right, China is second, 69, but they have the most gold. China's got 32. We have 24. Um, third is... Russia, 52 medals. Fourth is Australia, 33. Uh, I'm sorry. Fourth is Japan, 36. Fifth is Australia, 33. All right, so it goes USA, China, Russia, Japan, Australia. They're the forces in the Olympics. Now, we're ahead, but we're not ahead in gold. We're ahead overall. William, women's soccer. So everybody I know is rooting against them, including me, and they're out. So they couldn't beat Canada, and uh, they're gone. They um, could win a bronze. They pay Australia for the bronze. I'm rooting for the Aussies. Why? Because I don't like the demeanor of the team. I don't like them. I'm being honest. I love my country, but I don't like them. So I hope Australia wins. Basketball, another demeanor problem here, but not as bad as the women's soccer. So the basketball games are streamed on Service Peacock. No blanking clue what that is. But um, the U.S. team has won three and lost one. They lost to France, and they are still in the running for the gold. Australia's four and zero. So the USA plays Australia on Thursday, August 5th. And if they beat Australia, then they go to the gold, I guess, against France, right? France plays Slovenia. France will win that game. So there might be a rematch. I'm, I'm going to root for the basketball guys. I'm going to root for them. I don't like Popovich. 
You think he's arrogant? He's a coach, San Antonio Spurs coach too. But I'm gonna I'm rooting for the uh, men's team. Baseball. So um, I like the baseball guys, but they're not doing real well. They're two and one. Japan beat them, and they should have beat Japan, but they don't have the pitching. And um, they still are in the running, the baseball guys. And um, they play tonight at 11 p.m. against the Dominican Republic, and they're pretty good. But I don't expect that uh, the USA will win the goal there. I think they'll medal, but I don't think they'll win the goal. So you get, the pitching isn't uh, where it should be. Um, Simone Biles, you know her. She had some problems, so dropped out. She is uh, the reigning world champion on the balance team. She won a bronze last night, but obviously um, she's having a problems. She has won four gold medals in the past. I don't comment on this. I don't know Miss Biles. I feel bad for Miss Biles. You know, I'm glad she won the bronze, but I have no idea what her condition is, physically or mentally. And others who do that, I, I just makes me cringe. If you don't know, don't say. Viewership for the Olympics down 42% from Rio in 2016. 42%. This day in history, August 3rd, 2008. Now, this might seem weird to you, but it's important. So at that time, uh, August 3rd, 2008, Angelina Jolie was married to Brad Pitt, superstar couple. All right. They adopted twins. They sold pictures of the twins, according to the tabloid press, for $11 million. Okay. They did that 13 years ago today, $11 million. Now, they gave the money to a charitable foundation. This is not unprecedented. Jennifer Lopez did it. Matthew McConaughey did it. Uh, Christine Aguilera did it. Jessica Alba did it. I think it's wrong. And uh, I know it went to charity. But they're wealthy enough to give the money to charity. They don't need the $11 million from the tabloids to put their children in the public eye. Could be wrong. I want to know what you think. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Let me know if you think I'm off base on this. But uh, makes me cringe. All right. We got a good mail segment, all of it on COVID, except for a couple of uh, complimentary letters, which I always read because I'm insecure. <laughs> or something. Um, and then we have a final thought on Mark Levin coming on the broadcast tomorrow. I'm going to tell you what that's all about. Um, and you might be interested to hear it. Quick break, right back. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance Plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. 
Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. All right, let's get to the mail. COVID dominates Dr. Caesar Pellerano, Miami Lakes, Florida. I used to live, doctor, in Miami Lakes. Okay. Thank you, Bill, for enlightening stats on COVID and the vaccine. People need to know them. I recently spoke to two ER doctors. In one, 100% of the COVID cases were unvaccinated that he saw. The other, 95%. Pfizer and Moderna vaccinated people are protected against the Delta variant. Well, I appreciate you checking in, doctor. Um, You know, our goal here is to give you the facts because we're looking out for you. Not just you, doctor, but everybody. And that's why I want you to spread the word about the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com, the first, and WABC. More people that know this service is available, the stronger this country is going to be. Gerald Zangrela, Huero, Texas, in response to your question on last night's show, why wouldn't Joe Biden hold a press conference to provide the same COVID infection rates that you gave us? The media would have been furious with him for contradicting their narrative. But he and his administration attacked the New York Times and the Washington Post for misleading headlines. So the Biden administration is already hitting the progressive press for not telling the truth. But Biden himself is incapable of delivering this kind of message, I think. Peter Kotis, Desert Hot Springs, California. Bill, today Walmart has decided in Palm Springs, that masks will be required in their stores. Most other grocery stores will follow. I plan not to obey these requirements. What do you think? Well, you can get your groceries and anything else you need by mail. So if you feel strong about it, that's what you should do. But California is going to allow the counties to make the call. William Roberts, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Bill, your Man on Fire broadcast last night was so jam-packed with vital, compelling information. I watched it three times. I continue to pray for you, the work you do. We need you. Well, I appreciate that, William. That's very kind of you. I need the prayers. Alice on the message board, excellent column on COVID, Bill. My two close friends refuse to get vaccinated. Another friend calls a vaccine poison created by the government to kill us all. Tanya, concierge member. Tanya gets direct access to me. You might check that program out on BillOReilly.com. Bill, you keep saying that you won't wear a mask to protect the unvaccinated. I don't think unvaccinated people expect you to. I know a few people are unvaccinated and they just want to be left alone. Okay. That's okay with me. I hope they don't get sick. Kathleen, Bill, your newscast rate's very high on my book. Thank you. I'm 100% with you. I will not be wearing masks again. A store tells me I have to. I won't go into that store. That's my philosophy, too. Judith, with the new COVID orders, and I believe this is only the beginning, this country is insane. I've never had as many people there 
tell me they're at the wit's end. Yeah, we're uh, not in a good place here. Mealy agents, Montclair, New Jersey. If the president and the Biden people truly wanted to encourage folks to be vaccinated, they would call all the living presidents together and do a PSA. That's a good idea, Mealy. Very good idea. All the presidents in a public address saying get vaccinated. That's a great idea. Helen Belmars, Campbell, California bill. Please educate me on how the polio vaccine and other vaccines were mandated. As I mentioned earlier, the states did it, not the federal government. All the states said you got to have the polio vaccine. Daniel Fang, El Dorado Hills, California. If indisputable evidence were to arise, um, substantiating election interference to the point where the election could be overturned, would the mainstream media report it? Yes, they'd have to, but it's not going to happen. Bradford Burke, Rockport, Missouri. So far, I've read Killing the Mob, Killing Crazy Horse, and I just finished Killing ESS last night. These books are so good, I find myself reading fewer pages because I don't want them to end. I appreciate that, Bradford. Thank you. Lee Sullivan, Tavares, Florida. Just want you to know, while traveling this summer, I would always bring along my Stand Up For Your Country hat, wear it proudly, and I get many, many compliments on the hat. Great. Okay, we have a great uh, thing in BillOReilly.com. If you buy Killing the Mob and Killing Crazy Us together, 40% off. Fabulous deal. Plus, if you're a concierge or premium member, you get more discounts. Plus, we give you five free Stand Up For Your Country stickers. This is probably the best deal we've had in years. So uh, check that out. Um, remember the Trump History Tour in December? Uh, we'll put you to the box office. Great Christmas gifts. And um, word of the day, do not revile. R-E-V-I-L-E when writing to us. All right, final thought on Mark Levin in a moment. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. So here's the final thought of the day. As you know, Mark Levin has a big bestseller on Marxism. We're going to have him on the program tomorrow. But rather than go through the book, which he has done a million times, uh, I want to get him to comment on why Disney is woke and why Disney plays into the far left and why Coca-Cola does and why the airlines do and why uh, Comcast does. I, I want to get the why behind all this, because Levin has tied it in in his book to a push for Marxism. Does the Disney board of directors know that, do you think? That's where I'm going with this interview. So it could be a totally different interview than I think Mr. Levin has done. If he, maybe he did it, but I didn't hear it, because I'm really interested in this. I wrote a message of the day, I hope you read it on BillOReilly.com, about these woke corporations and how insane they are, but I don't know why. I mean, obviously, if this country ever went socialist Marxist, the corporations are the first ones going to get hammered. You're going to see that with the Biden tax increases. So they want to get hammered? Is that what they want to do? Lose money? Lose consumers? 
It doesn't stack to me as a logical thinker. But Levin may have a perspective on this. That, and that's what I'm going to try to drag out of him tomorrow. I'm going to give him a good amount of time on the program. So I hope you'll tune in, tell your friends, have them sign up. If they don't get it, have them watch the first, listen to WABC. We're all over that. And um, we appreciate you watching tonight. See you again tomorrow.